Shalom children of God. Welcome back to Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study. This lesson we continue in Second Sermon of Moses of Blessed Memory's speech to the nation of Israel before his death and the nation of Israel carrying on into the Promised Land. This lesson we will review the portion of Deuteronomy portion of the Bible study will be Torah reading, Shoftim, Deuteronomy 16 18-21-9 with a reading of the Hof Torah, Isaiah 51 12-52-12. The next portion of the Bible study will be, Torah reading, Ki Tetze, Deuteronomy 21 10-25-19 with the Hof Torah, Isaiah 54 1-10. In this Bible study we will be going over, Devarim, Deuteronomy, Chapter 17. I entitled this Bible study, Devarim Chapter 17, Rebellious Elders. Why? From last week of Devarim Chapter 16 verses 18 through 22 the last verses we were given an order by a merciful Father in heaven the great I am, to elect for ourselves judges and officers and officials, who are righteous in judgment and uncorrupted and that they don't pervert justice. Devarim Chapter 16 Recap Verses 18 through 20 Judges and police officers you shall appoint for yourself in all of your cities that Adonai, your God, is giving you for your tribes, who will judge the people righteous justice. Do not pervert justice, do not display favoritism, and do not accept bribery, for bribery blinds the eyes of the wise and distorts words that are just. Greater than pursue absolute justice so that you may live and inherit the land that Adonai, your God, is giving you. Greater than. Greater than tweet. And the reason for electing righteous God-fearing leaders, male or female, man or woman, and judges and private leaders and council members, is to ensure that there is no wickedness upon the land. We also went over in the final verses of Diverting Chapter 16 verse 21 and 22 that we are not to plan for ourselves idolatrous trees that are made into altars trees that are worship trees that are put up as an idol and that God hates. Do not plant an Asherah for yourself, or, any tree near the altar of Adonai, your God, that you will make for yourself. And do not erect for yourself a monument that Adonai, your God, detests. Now, heading into chapter 17 of Devarim Softim, Chbad.org explains in the clip of this article below the very reason for this portion. Greater than Moses instructs the people of Israel to appoint judges and law enforcement officers in every city. Justice, justice shall you pursue, he commands them, and you must administer it without corruption or favoritism. Crimes must be meticulously investigated, evidence thoroughly examined, a minimum of two credible witnesses is required for conviction and punishment. Greater than. Greater than in every generation, says Moses, there will be those entrusted with the task of interpreting and applying the laws of the Torah. According to the law that they will teach you, and the judgment they will instruct you, you shall do, you shall not turn away from the thing that they say to you, to the right nor to the left. Greater than. Greater than Shoftim also includes the prohibitions against idolatry and sorcery, laws governing the appointment and behavior of a king, and guidelines for the creation of cities of refuge for the inadvertent murderer. Also set forth are many of the rules of war, the exemption from battle for one who has just built a home, planted a vineyard, married, or is afraid and soft-hearted, the requirement to offer terms of peace before attacking a city, and the prohibition against one and destruction of something of value, exemplified by the law that forbids to cut down a fruit tree when laying siege, in this context the Torah makes the famous statement, for man is a tree of the field. Greater than. Greater than Shoftim in a nutshell. Greater than Deuteronomy 16 18-21-9 Chabad.org. 
One important fact to remember is that the Kohen Gadol, Kohenim, Levites, and other elders are in charge of supervising and ensuring the proper offerings are slaughtered on the altar of Hashem, where his Shechina dwells. I believe in chapter 17 of Devarim, this chapter basically is directed towards the leadership of the nation of Israel. I have heard it taught several times and it always seems to me that the regulations are directed towards the general population, but I do not believe that's what I am reading from the Tanakh and Torah Bible verses. I want to express this and state this so others will understand my frame of mind and thinking as we review this chapter of Devarim. Leadership is the tree. The congregation is the fruit. If the tree is sour and full of rotten, guess what? Exactly. Some verses about idol worship. 2 Kings 17 29-31 Span However, each nation continued to make its own gods and to set them up in the cult places which had been made by the people of Samaria, each nation, set them up, in the towns in which it lived. The Babylonians made Succoth Beneth, and the men of Cuth made Nergal, and the men of Hamath made Ashima, and the Aites made Niphaz and Tartak, and the Sepharvites burned their children, as offerings, to Adramelech and Namalech, the gods of Sepharvim. Deuteronomy 7 4-5 For they will turn your children away from me to worship other gods, and anger will blaze forth against you, promptly wiping you out. Instead, this is what you shall do to them, you shall tear down their altars, smash their pillars, cut down their sacred posts, and consign their images to the fire. Isaiah 46 6-7 Those who squander gold from the purse and weigh out silver on the balance, they hire a metal worker to make it into a god, to which they bow down and prostrate themselves. They must carry it on their backs and transport it. When they put it down, it stands. It does not budge from its place. If they cry out to it, it does not answer. It cannot save them from their distress. In the previous Bible study the main concepts I thought fit where? I believe this Bible study's main concepts are 1. Laziness and compromise is wicked. 2. Bribes turn the eyes blind and the heart to coal. 3. When there seems to far more going for or with evil, one can and will stand up to do God's will, may the master of peace bring us healing and peace for us all and all of Israel. I believe that verses above confirm the concept belief for this Bible study portion as well, but I add. 4. Leadership is the tree. The congregation is the fruit. If the tree is sour and full of rotten, guess what? Exactly. Let's continue on. What to expect this Bible study? We will continue to increase in our intro Hebrew vocabulary, intro Hebrew terminology, Tanakh, the actual Jewish Bible. That means no New Testament, introduction and Torah spiritual teaching. I have added to the blog newsletter the blessings before and after reading the Torah. Let's get into Jewish terminology. This week's Jewish terminology word is crash. This week's Jewish terminology word is crash. So for today's word which my personally owned the JPS Dictionary of Jewish Words by Joyce Eisenberg and Ellen Skinnick 2001 copyright first edition defines this week's Jewish terminology word crash as a verb a Yiddish word pronounced cracks to sigh, moan and grunt about a little ache or pain or minor discomfort. The sound are often accompanied by oi. Old-fashioned usage. For the video blog of this week's Jewish terminology word of the week please click on the image above. The blog post that is coupled with live Bible studies can be found by clicking here. Moving on to the Bible study section. 
Blessings of the Torah Why Blessings of the Torah? Before we begin the study of the Torah, blessing is done. In saying the blessing we are fulfilling a mitzvah and blessing Hashem, of glory and truth's beautiful Torah. A mitzvah is defined basically as 1. A commandment of the Jewish law. 2. The fulfillment of such a commandment. 3. A worthy deed. I say these blessings every morning during my morning prayers. And, to ensure I am not leading others into do improper practices, I want to ensure I repeat the blessings of Hashem, our merciful Father's Torah just in case others may not have yet had a chance today. Blessings of the Torah Blessed are you, Hashem our God, King of the universe, who sanctified us with His commandments and commanded us to be engrossed in the words of Torah. Hashem our God, please make the words of your Torah pleasant in our mouths and in the mouths of your people Israel. And may we and our descendants, and the descendants of our descendants, and the descendants of your people the house of Israel, all know your name and be students of your Torah for its own sake. Blessed are you, Hashem who teaches Torah to his people, Israel. Blessed are you, Hashem our God, King of the universe who chose us from among all the peoples and gave us his Torah. Blessed are you, Hashem, giver of the Torah. Blessing before the reading of the Torah. Borchu Esadu Noi Han Voroch. Bless the El Road who is blessed. Congregation and Ole say. Borukadu Noi Han Voroch Lalam Vo Ed. Blessed be the El Road who is blessed for all eternity. Ole continues. Borukata du noi Eloheinu melech ho olum, asherbochar banu mikol ha'amim, nozen lanu estoroso. Borukata du noi, nosean ha toro. Blessed are you, El Rodar GD, King of the Universe, who has chosen us from among all the nations and given us his Torah. Blessed are you El Rod, who gives the Torah. Let us begin with today's lesson. 1. Portion on Portion of Bible Study can be found by double-clicking this hyperlink which began it after this post-upload video. 2. Biblical Text Portion of Bible Study This Bible study I have continued to use Metsuda Publications, 2009. The version is hyperlinked for those who are interested in reading further. Portion of a Portion Devarim, Deuteronomy, Chapter 17, Verse 1 You shall not sacrifice to your God an ox or a sheep that has any defect of a serious kind, for that is apparent to your God. Commentary Use of a blemished animal for an offering, korban, are an abomination of Hashem. Kohenim and Levites, must ensure a proper inspection is conducted prior to the animal being taken up to be offered upon the altar of Ha-Shem. Devarim, Deuteronomy, Chapter 17 verse 2 through 13 If there is found among you, in one of the settlements that your God is giving you, a man or woman who has affronted your God and transgressed the covenant, turning to the worship of other gods and bowing down to them, to the sun or the moon or any of the heavenly host, something I never commanded, and you have been informed or have learned of it, then you shall make a thorough inquiry. If it is true, the fact is established, that abhorrent thing was perpetrated in Israel, you shall take the man or the woman who did that wicked thing out to the public place, and you shall stone that man or woman to death, a person shall be put to death only on the testimony of two or more witnesses, no one shall be put to death on the testimony of a single witness, let the hands of the witnesses be the first to put, the condemned, to death, followed by the hands of the rest of the people. Thus you will sweep out evil from your midst. If a case is too baffling for you to decide, be it a controversy over homicide, civil law, or assault, matters of dispute in your courts, 
you shall promptly repair to the place that your God will have chosen, and appear before the Levitical priests, or the magistrate in charge at the time, and present your problem. When they have announced to you the verdict in the case, you shall carry out the verdict that is announced to you from that place that chose, observing scrupulously all their instructions to you. You shall act in accordance with the instructions given you and the ruling handed down to you, you must not deviate from the verdict that they announce to you either to the right or to the left. Should either party, to the dispute, act presumptuously and disregard the priest charged with serving there your God or the magistrate, that party shall die. Thus you will sweep out evil from Israel, all the people will hear and be afraid and will not act presumptuously again. Commentary Please consider. There is literally hundreds of volumes of book, sporum, on Jewish courts of law, so the explanations that I'm giving in this blog are the bare minimum. The a little salt, amount of explanation of the law of the Jewish religious people. I believe from reports and journals and sadly even books or of course TV or movies. Jewish law and ways of life have been villainized and greatly seemingly purposely demonicized, I made a new word, by outside ignorant or even anti-Semitic racist corrupt hateful sources. Sources in my opinion that aim to achieve and promote a satanic and demonic anti-Torah agenda. Sources that promote every and anything that violates God's laws, God's love, and God's goodness for all his creations. Those evil sources scrutinize and willfully misinterpret Jewish laws through an Amalek lens. They view laws of justice and judgment based off of their own corruption. The corruption of their heart. When it is Hashem, blessed be he, who looks at the implementation of justice throughout the ages. What is the long-term effect? Allowing evil to continue on and breed more evil produces bad fruit. I caution others to take a step back look at the laws of justice and judgment and look at the product of those laws. The nation of Israel had no prison system. The nation of Israel had very low crime rates and criminals. In fact except for the nation of Israel being attacked by outsources, the nation of Israel lived in relative peace as long as they were following the laws of Hashem and Torah. The nation of Israel's crime-free culture and lifestyle can be seen even today in Jewish Orthodox or ultra-Orthodox neighborhoods and or communities. The fruit shows the tree. The fruit shows the tree. The fruit shows the tree, because in Jewish Orthodox community where there is a righteous rabbinical authority and individuals as an active society and community working together in Torah, although are they not perfect, but they do their best to live according to Hashem and Torah, crime is virtually non-existent. Well whereas we can see out in the secular culture and even Rome 325 culture, that crime rate is high, higher divorce rate, higher disease sickness and illness, yet, this is the loudest and most aggressive oppressive and shoningly anti-Torah cult-like system that attempts to forcibly dictate and command through force how others should live. No. How about you who violate Torah get your house and communities in order before you go about spitting you vile snake oil towards others? Hashtag Isaid what? Isaid. The fruit shows the tree. Moving on, in the land of Israel. The key point here is well in Israel those who chose to violate the covenant and commandments of Hashem, sever punishment is needed to level the scales throughout the entire world. Although idol worshipping is against Torah anywhere in the world, the violation is much more increased, spiritually, while in and on the land of Israel. I repeat, outside of the land of Israel idolatry is still not permitted or allowed by any means. But, I believe Hashem is stating here that a greater degree or level of penalty and punishment will be implemented if idolatry, God forbid, 
is conducted in any way shape or form upon the soil of Israel, in land of Israel, and with the nation of Israel, meaning the people of Israel. Specifically, the men are leaders of the nation of Israel. Please keep in mind as we review the next important facts, this is a basic review of the law of the courts on Jewish law. First, step of catching someone suspected of idolatry, witchcraft, or sorcery is an investigation. Now there are several steps to this investigation. 1. The person suspected of idolatry was first-hand eyewitnessed, or first-hand eyewitness sorcery is confronted initially. This is a person-to-person -person rebuke investigation or questionnaire inquisitive portion. Secondly, if the result of the initial person-to-person -person tribe member investigation results in an individual still believe that there is still a case of possible witchcraft, sorcery, or a idol worshipping. Going on now this progresses to the individual who first-hand eyewitnessed the violation, taking the matter or account to the 10th, 100th, and 1,000th of tribe leader, overseer, judge, and or priest. Then they too, all leadership involved, each along the way conduct their own individual investigations based of the first-hand eyewitness account. If the investigations prove that further inspection and investigation are positive the case gradually elevates up the ladder of delegation of authority. Thirdly, this level reached is undoubtable proofs of idolatry, sorcery, or witchcraft has sadly occurred and continued to occur despite corrective attempts by the lower court's judgments or consequences. This is when a case would be handed over to the Kohen Gadol and prophet of the nation. I want to reiterate I believe chapter 17 is dictated on how to handle those who are in leadership roles. Those who are judges, prophets, council members, seers, rabbi, who are engaging in idolatry, sorcery, or any form of witchcraft. I do not believe that these verses tour verses are dictating how to deal with the general population. Marie why do you believe this? Because the most severe punishment which was death was to be handed down to the leadership because if the leadership leads the nation of Israel astray that was the greatest sin worthy of death. For a corrupt council member or religious leader of the nation of Israel undoubtedly receiving a God forbid guilty verdict of sorcery, witchcraft, or idolatry, the first time that individual would be cast out of the city and allow the time to reform. Then after a period of time of reform if they so wanted to return they would be allowed back into the city allowed to return from exhale. The former leaders of the community however would not be permitted to return to any leadership role. They were granted a second time and a third time to make these chuba. If each time progress was being made towards correction back to Torah. Grace and mercy has always been in Jewish law among the nation of Israel. Where the verses state upon the words of two to three witnesses let it be established. As if in the case a religious leader of any part of authority did that something so wicked and evil and vile due to their worship of witchcraft or sorcery. It led to a member of this society's death physically, God forbid, or even spiritually. Causing death of someone's society lower by rank, means or society inferior, that would warrant just simply on the second account of them transgressing in idolatry or sorcery or witchcraft consequences of death. For we read in Tehillim 146 Hallelujah! Praise the Lord, O my soul! I will praise the Lord all my life. Sing hymns to my God while I exist. Put not your trust in the great. In mortal man who cannot save. His breath departs. He returns to the dust. On that day his plans come to nothing. Happy is he who has the God of Jacob for his help. Whose hope is in the Lord his God. Maker of heaven and earth. The sea and all that is in them. Who keeps faith forever. 
Who secures justice for those who are wronged? Gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets prisoners free. The Lord restores sight to the blind. The Lord makes those who are bent stand straight. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the stranger. He gives courage to the orphan and widow. But makes the path of the wicked tortuous. The Lord shall reign forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Hallelujah. Returning to Commentary. The Bible verse stating about no single witness may condemn someone to death reiterates the point that one time an individual even if they are a superior in authority transgressing or messing up or being confused whatever the case it may be, that doesn't warrant someone to be put to death. God is and has always been full of mercy. The Stones And we can remember that from the verses concerning the laws of the Avenger and Sanctuary Cities, the case of a death penalty which was very rarely occurred. Even in witness cases. All of the stonings had to be witnessed by the court members. From all the courts at every level that led to the final verdict of a stoning to death guilty verdict. All the witnesses had to cast the stones. But, the one who first hand witnessed that account and started the entire case being brought to the initial court for official investigation. That one throws the first stone. These cases of the stoning had to take place in the city of which where the idol worship, sorcery, or witchcraft first took place. A greater sample of this would be like during the times in the land of Egypt. Egypt, at this time had committed a variety of sins against the nation of Israel and even though this wasn't on the complete promised land, this was still against the nation of Israel. And the nation of Israel, unfortunately was engaging in an immense amount of idolatry at this time period. Part of the reason all of the plagues and then to end with the death of the firstborn on the land of Egypt, before the exodus had to happen was because God himself was fulfilling the commandments of divine Devarim chapter 17. Devarim chapter 17 verses 14 through 20. If, after you have entered the land that your God has assigned to you, and taken possession of it and settled in it, you decide, I will set a king over me, as do all the nations about me. You shall be free to set a king over yourself, one chosen by your God. Be sure to set as king over yourself one of your own people, you must not set a foreigner over you, one who is not your kin. Moreover, he shall not keep many horses or send people back to Egypt to add to his horses, since has warned you, you must not go back that way again. And he shall not have many wives, lest his heart go astray, nor shall he amass silver and gold to excess. When he is seated on his royal throne, he shall have a copy of this teaching written for him on a scroll by the Levitical priests. Let it remain with him and let him read in it all his life, so that he may learn to revere his God, to observe faithfully every word of this teaching as well as these laws. Thus he will not act haughtily toward his fellows or deviate from the instruction to the right or to the left, to the end that he and his descendants may reign long in the midst of Israel. Greater than Amen and Amen, hashtag thank you. Ha! Shem! Greater than congratulations. You have made through another Bible study. Sound some praise and joy to our Father who is in heaven. Greater than glory to the one and only living God. Ha! Shem! I pray that everyone, everywhere, repents and returns to the only one who can save Ha! Shem! The true and only living God. Receive Torah. Be back in the covenant of God. Be at the Har Sinai say yes and be saved. The choice is yours. Amen and Amen. Say it again for the people in the back. Oamain and Oamain. Greater than blessings after reading the Torah. Greater than. 
Greater than Barukata du Noi Eloheinu Melecho Olum, Asher Nozen Lanu Toras Eens, Jiye Olum Notabisakainu. Barukata du Noi, Nosean Ha Toro. Greater than translation. Greater than blessed are you, El Rod our God, King of the Universe, who has given us the Torah of truth and planted eternal life within us. Blessed are you El Rod, who gives the Torah. Greater than credit learn the Torah blessings for an Aliyah. Biblical portion of Bible study complete. Friendly reminder, half Torah this portion is. Yeshayahu, Isaiah, chapter 51. 12 I, yea I am he who consoles you. Who are you that you fear man who will die and the son of man, who shall be made, as, grass question mark 13 and you forgot the Lord your maker, who spread out the heavens and founded the earth, and you fear constantly the whole day because of the wrath of the oppressor when he prepared to destroy. Now where is the wrath of the oppressor question mark 14 what must be poured out hasten to be opened, and he shall not die of destruction, and his bread shall not be wanting. 15 I am the Lord your God, who wrinkles the sea and its waves stir. The Lord of hosts is his name. 16 And I placed my words into your mouth, and with the shadow of my hand I covered you, to plant the heavens and to found the earth and to say to Zion that, You are my people. 17 Awaken, awaken, arise, Jerusalem, for you have drunk from the hand of the Lord the cup of his wrath, the dregs of the cup of weakness you have drained. 18 She has no guide out of all the sons she bore, and she is no one who takes her by the hand out of all the sons she raised. 19 These two things have befallen you who will lament for you. Plunder and destruction, and famine and sword. With, whom will I console you? Question mark 20 Your sons have fainted, they lie at the entrance of all streets like a wild ox in a net, full of the wrath of the Lord, the rebuke of your God. 21 Therefore, hearken now to this, you poor one, and who is drunk but not from wine. 22 So said your master, the Lord, and your God who shall judge his people, behold, I took from you the cup of weakness, the dregs of the cup of my wrath you shall no longer continue to drink it. 23 And I will place it into the hand of those who cause you to wander, who said to your soul, Bend down and let us cross, and you made your body like the earth and like the street for those who cross. Yeshayahu, Isaiah, chapter 52 One awaken, awaken, put on your strength, O Zion, put on the garments of your beauty, Jerusalem the holy city, for no longer shall the uncircumcised or the unclean continue to enter you. To shake yourselves from the dust, arise, sit down, O Jerusalem, free yourself of the bands of your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. Three, for so said the Lord, you were sold for naught, and you shall not be redeemed for money. Four, for so said the Lord God, my people first went down to Egypt to sojourn there, but Assyria oppressed them for nothing. Five, and now, what have I here? says the Lord, that my people has been taken for nothing. His rulers boast, says the Lord, and constantly all day my name is blasphemed. Six, therefore, my people shall know my name, therefore, on that day, for I am he who speaks, here I am. Seven, how beautiful are the feet of the herald on the mountains, announcing peace, heralding good tidings, announcing salvation, saying to Zion, your God has manifested his kingdom. Eight the voice of your watchmen they raised a voice, together they shall sing, for eye to eye they shall see when the Lord returns to Zion. Nine burst out in song, sing together, O ruins of Jerusalem, for the Lord has consoled his people, he has redeemed Jerusalem. Ten the Lord has revealed his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Eleven turn away, turn away, get out of there, touch no unclean one, get out of its midst, 
Purify yourselves, you who bear the Lord's vessels. 12 For not with haste shall you go forth, and not in a flurry of flight shall you go, for the Lord goes before you, and your rear guard is the God of Israel. Sepharia.org Today's Bible study is complete. Thank you merciful Hashem, for allowing us to meet this day. Closing comment, blessings after reading the Torah, and priestly blessing in all sources are hyperlinked. Note, all sources are hyperlinked to allow more translatable version in podcast. I pray others got something out of this portion, Tanakh Bible study, and spiritual Torah teaching. Until next time, let us close with the priestly blessing. And Hashem our God spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his sons, saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, Yuverichecha Adonai Vayishmiricha. Yar Adonai Panavaleka Vichanika. Yesa Adonai Panavaleka Vyasam Lecha Shalom. The LD bless you and keep you. The LD make his face shine upon you. And be gracious to you. The LD lift up his countenance upon you. And give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel, and I will bless them. In Hashem and Hashem's alone mighty glorious name. Forever and ever. Amen and Amen. Cover art created by Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study, Photos, Apps, Internet Pull or Facebook Page, Credits are noted on art and or hyperlinked for credit. Click and follow for shorts. For those that are new to this Bible study, Welcome, the following is a brief review of this Bible study. 1. This blog post will have the resources and sources links for the Season 5 Bible Studies. 2. All books used and readings from During Live Bible Study can be found on our website, Marie Speaks God's Grace. Live in the Season 5 portion of the website. 3. After live Bible studies have completed, I will upload to Rumble and post link in this blog. How we conduct Bible studies here. We believe in one and only one God. Hashem, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We do not and will not pray in any other's name or praise any other, but Ha. Shem. Exodus chapter 20, 2-14. God spoke all these words, saying, I the Lord am your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods besides me. You shall not make for yourself a sculptured image or any likeness of what is in the heavens above, or on the earth below, or in the waters under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. For I the Lord your God am an impassioned God, visiting the guilt of the parents upon the children, upon the third and upon the fourth generations of those who reject me. But showing kindness to the thousandth generation of those who love me and keep my commandments. We believe God has called each of us to search matters out. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. And the glory of a king to plumb a matter. Like the heavens in their height, like the earth in its depth, is the mind of kings, unfathomable. Proverbs 25 2-3 This is one reason why here at Marie Speaks God's Grace Bible Study, we review several historical references and resources, of which we provide links and or screenshots for others to study at their leisure. We have been directed by God Wonderful and Almighty, to go book by book, verse by verse, sharing His Torah and Tanakh. We believe as directed by God our Heavenly Father, learning and growing in Torah and Tanakh leads to understanding and wisdom, this shall only be achieved in reading, studying, and sharing His word for ourselves, not relying on man.
Learning, growing, and studying with our LD is to be done with others that are like-minded, but more so during our personal time. The blogs are written to assist those just beginning to study the Bible as a starting point. The live or recorded Bible studies are to cover and release opportunities and guidance, but ultimately is one's own personal responsibility to rule, govern, and be purposeful in their relationship with God. Proverbs 22, 4-6 The effect of humility is fear of the Lord. Wealth, honor, and life. Thorns and snares are in the path of the crooked. He who values his life will keep far from them. Train the lad in the way he ought to go. He will not swerve from it even in old age. Ezekiel 18, 20-22 The person who sins, he alone shall die. A child shall not share the burden of a parent's guilt, nor shall a parent share the burden of a child's guilt, the righteousness of the righteous shall be accounted to him alone, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be accounted to him alone. Moreover, if the wicked one repents of all the sins that he committed and keeps all my laws and does what is just and right, he shall live, he shall not die. None of the transgressions he committed shall be remembered against him, because of the righteousness he has practiced, he shall live. Is it my desire that a wicked person shall die? Says the LD God. It is rather that he shall turn back from his ways and live. May Hashem, blessed be he continue to bless us all and may we all be forever written in the book of life. Amen and Amen. A little about me, I love Hashem, Torah, and Tanakh. I am not perfect. If we meet, we talking about Torah, drinking tea or coffee, and what books are out about Hashem. And maybe over some kosher pizza. Maybe over some kosher steak, make over super sweet kosher cake. Have a fun laugh about you guess it. Torah. Or on a bike, or during a hike, or while riding on a train in the rain as the rain falls nicely on the plane in Spain, but either way, we'll be talking about Torah. What is import to me colon dot 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 a relationship with our Father Hashem our merciful Creator, Savior, and Wise King. Live in Torah, live with family and community of tribe. My thoughts, we may not be perfect, but we study, we learn, we laugh, and we grow, we try try and have the courage to try again. My goals, to learn and grow and share love of Torah and Hashem with others who are willing or open to hearing. I have been using the Minds.com account and Rumble, Live Bible Study Video Post, Rumble As main accounts Lastly, never lose faith Let's continue to fear and love Hashem like A and pray Pray for our nation, enemies, fellows and many lost sons and daughters of Torah to return to Hashem Bless be he forever and ever, Amen Ha! Shem is on the move Blessings and prayers Marie let us begin link to rumble live bible study link to previous bible study audio podcast blog version of bible study audio of blog link to youtube live link bible study cover art credit fair use under the fair use doctrine of the u.s copyright statute it is permissible to use limited portions of a work including quotes for purposes such as commentary criticism news reporting, and scholarly reports. There are no legal rules permitting the use of a specific number of words, a certain number of musical notes, or percentage of a work.